Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. Today is Monday, May 18th. We begin today remembering our baptism, remembering that we are clothed in Christ, as it says in Galatians 3:27. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. And so we make the sign of the cross and say, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We pray. O God, wake me today. Shake off my slumber and draw me to your word and prayer to spend some time with you before I move on to the tasks of the day. Let my conversation today be sincere, my intentions pure, my thoughts innocent, my words encouraging, and my actions beneficial. As the hymn says, direct control suggests this day all I design or do or say, that all my powers with all my might in thy glory may unite. Amen. We confess our Christian faith using the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The psalm that we're focusing on today is Psalm 4. Psalm 4 uh, is a psalm that David wrote to the choir master. It is uh, intended to be played with stringed instruments. Uh, unfortunately, we have no music that uh, was left from uh, when these were written, uh, nor do we uh, necessarily have the same instruments around anymore. But uh, this, was, this was a psalm that was intended to be sung. I, however, will read it. And remember um, that word selah as it uh, appears. Uh, in my opinion, that word means that this is a point to, to pause and, and meditate. Answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have given me relief when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. O men, how long shall my honor be turned into shame? How long will you love vain words and seek after lies? But know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your own hearts on your beds and be silent. Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, Who will show us some good? Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. You have put more joy in my heart than they have when grain and wine abound. In peace I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Part of the beauty of the Psalms is the way they reflect the author's dialogue within his mind. He speaks to God in one place, to the world in another, to himself in yet another, and you, the reader, too, sometimes. 
it is a reminder that all of our life is lived in relationship. And no matter what we do, there's always someone who is touched by our actions. God, our neighbor, ourselves, even our environment. David begins this psalm in prayer, calling upon God to answer him. Notice that he calls God, God of my righteousness. What does this mean? It means that God makes David righteous. This is our relationship with God too. We do not approach him on the basis of our righteousness, the, the things that we have done, our ability to, to do all things as they should be done. If it were, we'd be doomed. Paul says it this way in Romans three twenty one and following. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets do bear witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation that is a blood sacrifice, a sacrifice by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness, because in his divine forbearance, he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time, so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. You come to Jesus, you come to God, excuse me, you come to God through Jesus the righteous one who makes us righteous. This is Jesus' prayer placed on your lips through David's pen. You come to God with prayer, perhaps a, a little uncertain that, that God should hear your prayer, but then you remember that he is the God who made you righteous in his sight. Jesus, the God-man, has taken your sin upon himself. He bore that sin upon the cross and died there to leave your sins in the grave, his blood washing them all away. So lift up your voice and pray. Answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. This morning as we pray, uh, I'm going to switch things up a little bit in the prayers. Um, in the evening devotions, we've been praying petitions of the Lord's Prayer. And then in the morning, we've been praying the Lord's Prayer in its entirety. I'm going to switch those around uh, and we'll pray the petitions of the Lord's Prayer in the morning and, and the Lord's Prayer itself in the evening. Um, that seemed to be maybe a little bit more comforting. And, uh, and then the, praying the petitions of the prayer, a little bit more of a, a challenging and sending us out into the world type of a, of a feeling to it. But we begin by praying for God to help to understand and believe his word. Lord God, Heavenly Father, as we come to your word today, you call yourself the God of righteousness, the God of my righteousness. And we pray, Lord, that you would help us to understand what that means, what it means for you to make us righteous, what it means for Jesus to atone for our sins. And we pray, Lord, that you would help us to believe that when he died on the cross, that he bore our sins and he left those sins in the grave. And that as he is risen from the dead, 
he gives us new life. We pray, Lord, that you would increase our faith, that you would give us hope in Christ's death and resurrection, in his uh, atonement, and, and in his everlasting life. And we pray, Lord, that you would help us to love, that you would help us to love you and love our neighbors, just as you have loved us, and that you would help us to be those who bring your love to this world, giving the hope that you have given to us so that others may receive it by faith as well. And that is at the heart of what we pray when we pray, thy kingdom come. O God, everlasting Father, your kingdom comes even without our prayer, but please let it come to us too. Please give us your Holy Spirit so that by his grace we may believe your word and live godly lives here in time and there in eternity. Amen. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. God bless your day. May this day be filled with God's peace, knowing that he is the God of your righteousness. Please come back this evening and join me for an evening devotion as well.